Hey guys. Uh, so being that a lot of Shema is in this week's Parsha, um, I want to do a little bit different than usual. Instead of, instead of saying it's Vartera on, uh, you know, it's standard Vartera, explain the Pasuk, at least to some degree, of Shema. Because it's a very interesting Pasuk, and it's probably the main Pasuk in Judaism. It's the last Pasuk on people's lips before they move on to the next world. It's the ultimate declaration of our faith in Hashem and in His unity, and it's if you ask most people, the basic translation of the pasuk Shema Yisrael Hashem Elekeinu Hashem Echad, um, I think it would be surprising what people will say Shema Yisrael. Listen, Klal Yisrael, which could either be talking to Yaakov himself, meaning individual Jews, like we're talking to ourselves, or to the broader scope of the Jewish nation, to all of Klai Yisrael, Shema Yisrael, listen, Klai Yisrael, listen, Jew boy, Hashem Elekeinu Hashem Echad, God, 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 one. How do you read that? Where does the commas go? Where? How, does, how do you read that? How, how's that Pasuk structured? So, so like this, the name, there are different names of Hashem that connote different things, and the ultimate name of describing Hashem's infiniteness is Yud K Vav K, which is brought down to Shulchan Aruch and Allah. We're supposed to have in mind when we say Yud K Vav K, Haya, Haiva, and Yiya, who always was, who is, and always will be. If you move around the letters of a Yud, Hey, Vav, and a Hey, you have Haya, Haiva, and Yiya, who was, is, and always will be, which means implicit in the word is also saying that you can't really. Describe infiniteness in a word because it's really can't be dis- infiniteness can't be contained into anything, including words. But the name of Hashem that describes it depicts the the most that we can of Hashem's infiniteness, of Hashem's truth, is Yud Hey Vav and Hey, which is why it connotes Rachamim. It's Hashem's name of mercy, of boundless mercy and love. Now, Hashem's name, now the way we experience Hashem in our world, the way we experience life and Hashem in it, is the, through the name of Elikim. Elikim, this farmer speak out, is Gematria Hateva, the nature. Because the way we see the world is nature, and obviously our job is to elevate nature and to be in, and not just to live nature for as an end goal for it in itself, where we're supposed to see the meaning in it and bring out the meaning in it but what we see the way we see things is is uh that it's it's things are period right i'm separate from you you're separate from that guy she's separate from her so you say oh shahar it doesn't affect me it affects that person we see things as fragmentations as as separateness and the truth is is that it's not it's all part part of hashem's oneness and we're all here for the same mission and we're all here together but that way we see things is depicted by the name Elikim. Now, Elikim is also the name of Hashem used when there's din, when there's exact judgment. Why? Because that's what nature is. If you stub your toe, then it will hurt. If right, the 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 all the gravity and and uh, all the cause and effect that we know in our physical world is Elikim. It's a fact of life. If we do something wrong, then it we feel bad. If we do something right, we feel good. It's it's all Ali Kim. So 
our job as people, our job as Jewish people, is to connect, essentially to connect Elikim to Yirkei Vavke, meaning everything has meaning behind it. And as much meaning as we attribute to what we're doing is as much as we're revealing that this nature is really infinite. This nature is really part of the bigger picture of serving infinite and being part of that infinite goal and being part of that um, bigger picture. So... Now let's see the Pasuk Shema again. Shema Yisrael, listen, Klai So By the way, we're not going with the, oh, here, oh, Israel. I don't know where in the world I came from, but it's really weird, in my opinion. Sorry. The here, Klai Yisrael, and Shema doesn't just mean to listen, by the way. It means to inculcate into our being. It means to, to hear it in a way that's, that's inside of us. To, not just to hear something, it goes one in or out the other, to be part of us. To bring inside of our being. Shema Yisrael, bring inside of us, Jew boys, Jew girls, Hashem Elekeinu, Hashem Echad. Hashem, which is Yudkei Vavkei, Hashem's infiniteness, Hashem's endless glory and chesed and love, Elekeinu, is our God of finiteness, is our what we do, what we see as finiteness. Hashem, and then back to Yudkei Vavkei of infiniteness, of infinite goodness and love and mercy, Echad is one. Meaning, that is all one Hashem. There's not two different gods, and one's good, and one's bad, and one gives love, and one gives hate. It's all Hashem, and not only is it all Hashem, it's all a part of Hashem Echad, of the infiniteness. It's a part of Hashem, the, 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 the truth of the bigger picture, that it's all Hashem's infiniteness, and boundless love, and, and, and mercy. Okay, so what does Echad mean? What does one mean? So, if you break up the word Echad, Aleph is one, Ches is eight, which is a seven heavens and the earth. And Dalit is the other four directions, north, west, south, and east, um, that's not covered by the up and down of the seven heavens and the earth, right? And that means that Hashem is completely, completely, completely everything. And all that we see in our life, all that we see as nature, is part of uh, a much, much deeper and bigger and broader picture. And it's all here for a reason and all part of our mission, our mission that we're alive to to accomplish. Now, this is the reason why we cover our eyes when we say Shema, because when we open our eyes, we see the world as separate. The way we see things, the mice are separate. So we cover our eyes to be able to focus on the complete unity of everything. As I've quoted before, as Nachman says, if you want to see something, yeah, keep your eyes open. If you want to see something in a distance, you have to close your eyes halfway and squint, and then you can focus more on on one particular thing. And if you really want to see deeply, if you really want to see far away, you have to close your eyes completely. And that's what we do when we say Shema. We close our eyes, concentrate on the complete unity and the Echad of Hashem, and that it's all a part of the bigger picture, and it's only, only, only anything in our reality is only there for our benefit. For It's coming from Hashem's love, it's coming from Hashem's mercy, and it's there for us to be able to connect to the Yudke Vavke, the Eli Kim to the Yudke Vavke. And Rabbi Berkowitz, my Rabbi, suggests that when you we say Shema, when we say Echad, we should have in mind the biggest challenge right now in our life, or something that's pressing on our mind right now as we're saying Shema, if we're like, what's something that's challenging, and, and have in mind that it's part of the Echadness, it's part of the infinite, it's here 
Not just for a reason, but for the best reason possible, because life's awesome because of it. Um, now, uh, on a separate note, this Yisait applies to everything. So in a separate way we see it, there's something called Atbash, which is more of a Kabbalistic way of discovering messages in the Torah. And At is Aleph Tuf. You can switch around the first letter of something for the last. You can switch around to Aleph for a Tuf. And Bash is Beis Shin, second letter in be switched around with the second to last letter. And the, the, the number of the Aleph base, if you'd count from Aleph going forward, the, the place that it's in could be switched with that number of the letter that's close to the end of the Aleph base. Aleph, Tuf, Beis, Shin. So if you take the word mitzvah, a, a mitzvah is essentially a physical act that is not serving Eli Kim, that is you, serving Yud Kevavke using the Elikim. And serving Elikim too, because it's all part of, of Yud Kevavke, but it's all part of Hashem's infiniteness. But when we're doing something physical that's infused with meaning, this is where a lot of philosophers went wrong. They said, how could we serve Hashem? We're, we're finite beings, right? How is it possible to have a relation with God? God doesn't want a relation with us. It's not even possible. It is, because the way Hashem made us is physical, and we could do physical acts that are infused with the ultimate meaning, and that meaning lasts forever. When, when we elevate those sparks, or when we connect Elikim to Yudke Vavke, then we're able to, to, to eternally build. And that's how we connect with Hashem. For instance, you clap your hands in a forest without any intent in mind, just clapping your hands. Okay, you made noise. Nothing really happened. If we clap for another person to raise his spirits, if we clap in a hospital as part of singing to cheer someone up, we build infiniteness. We build infinite structures that will be there forever, forever and ever and ever, whatever that means. But that means that we could use physical acts to connect with something much, much deeper. So if you do atbash to the word mitzvah, the mem is a tenth to last letter becomes a yud the 10th letter in, and the tzadi, which is the 5th to last letter, becomes a hey. And then what do you have? Yud, ke vav, ke. Because the whole, that's what a mitzvah is. It's going into nature to connect to yud, ke vav, ke, to connect to Hashem's infiniteness. So mitzvah is mem, tzadi, vav, hey. If you do atbash to the first two letters, you have yud, ke vav, ke. Now why are we only doing to the first two letters? Because, why don't we do the last, the last half of the word? Because Hashem's infiniteness is always there. It's always, always there. It's never, it's never not there. Our job is to do a shtadlis. Our job is to take the first step. Our job is to take the initiative to bring out as much as we can, to do, to do what we can to bring out the meaning behind everything we do in life. And then we don't have to reveal anything for the second half because that's always there. Hashem's side of the relationship is always there. The question is just how much we're going to let him into our life. And with that, um, uh, yeah, it's very important. Very important to have this in mind when we say Shema. In general, when we say Kivavke, you're like Kim, you, you pay attention to this, by the way, and you see davening, for me, davening mom has changed once I learned this. Taira Chomish, mom has changed. You see where the, the different names of Hashem's are placed, and you, you, there's a lot of things that come out. And... Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We should all be zeicha to be uh, fulfill our mission and our role as a part of the bigger picture and be a kli that's ready to to spread the love and goodness uh, to the, everyone else in the world, to ourselves, to our families, to our friends, to everyone in the world. And together, together, we should be zeicha to be able to do it together. Everyone should have an amazing, beautiful Shabbos.